tuning in to Talk Truth Radio. Once again, I am your favorite DJ. We appreciate your support. Today we have some great topics. Stay tuned. And now welcome our CEO, Latoya Moore. what's up what's up you guys hey yo i hope all is well with each and every one of you i hope all of y'all had a wonderful thanksgiving and i hope you guys have a merry christmas and a happy new year too this is my last time coming on this platform for good you guys i have hired two new hosts they will be starting the second week of january and they are dope male and female they have no chill outspoken funny just what i was looking for Shout out to my other hosts that hold down the Patreon account. Your girl is going to take the back seat once again. Like before I did that, uh, no one knew who I was back in 15, 2015, 2016 um, when I first started this podcast. And I am going to focus on other business adventures that need my undivided attention. You guys, it's about elevating and growing and expanding not staying in the same space so i found the two people that i was looking for they work ethic it's crazy um they have experience in this field and you guys we have uh 10 sponsorships i said 10 (laughs) 10 sponsorships um that that y'all will be hearing um throughout the episodes starting in january so It'll be like commercial breaks we will take, they will take to promote other people's products, okay? And if you guys have any product that you're looking to be promoted, you guys can send in your audio at Talk to Radio. Um, this just for regular people that don't have, like, that's just getting started. Um, but the, the other people that we have, the sponsorships we have, we get paid for those. But I also like to support everybody. So um, you don't necessarily necessarily have to pay us um i like to support everybody i like to see everybody win with that being said you guys um y'all wanted to chit chat with me and i came on to chit chat it's been a minute that i i really talked to (laughs) y'all now first off y'all wanted my input on charleston white a lot of you wanted my input on Charleston White. I love that man. I love me some Charleston White. He is what I call woke. He is very intelligent and he is above a lot of y'all level. So y'all don't understand him. He have a way of delivering his messages like the rappers and in the in, 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 in drug dealers. You know, um, he do what he do to get y'all attention. I love the things that he speak about. Um, I love that he's fearless and, um, yeah, I wish I had a man in my life like him growing up, you know, because I would have been took over the fucking world, (laughs) you know, um, Charleston White is definitely an outstanding, um, awesome gentleman. Um, sometimes he could say things out, out, out of the ordinary, that could be out of this world. He can be extremely disrespectful, but I know his agenda. I know what he's trying to do and how he's trying to do it. You know, and the fact that he stick by black people in the communities and help, that makes me uh, love the brother even more. Um, like I said, I wish I had a male figure in my life like that growing up. You know, when I was a young girl, like I said, I would have been took over the world. A lot of people so brainwashed and programmed, y'all don't understand his logic, but I do. 
<laughs> you know, I always tell people this. Real motherfuckers don't have a whole bunch of friends. You see fake people with a lot of friends. You see fake people got all types of people in their life. I'm too real. So I don't have too many people around. And that's like Charleston White. He too real and y'all won't understand him. A lot of people don't like him because he speak the shit that people are afraid to speak on. You know, um, that's number one. Number two, y'all wanted to know about um, uh, P. Diddy, right? Uh, I, I said something about it, then, then I took it down. But I want to say this. Um, allegedly, he done a lot of nasty things to people. But I will say what goes on in the dark will always come to the light. But I will also say this. He's not the only one in the industry that does these things. They trying to normalize old men having young girls. They trying to normalize girls kissing girls and boys kissing boys. They know exactly what they do. And all of those people that's in Hollywood, I don't care who they are or how much you love them or how good they can sing. If they are, if they... <laughs> have been in the industry for a while and have reached that over a million dollar mark, they have done some things that that you guys wouldn't even believe. Um, so it's not just him. It's just his turn. They did this to Michael Jackson. They did this to R. Kelly. But you don't hear them speaking about Elvis Presley being married to a 14-year-old girl. They love to tarnish and feminize the black man. But I can't blame them. I only could blame us, you know, because so desperate for, for, for fame, idolize and worship these people like they got. They regular people with money, with power. I must say this because I know some extremely wealth people and they are extremely miserable. More money, more problems. You ain't going to reach a certain level in this world without them people coming for your ass. So Puff Daddy had um, something going on with Ciroc. He don't own Ciroc. He was the face of it. They used him to be the face of Ciroc. I know a lot of y'all think that he owns Ciroc. No, he did not. Yeah, I know I don't touch on celebrity news. I don't normally do this, um, especially because my hosts on our Patreon account have already went into depth on this topic. But I am giving my 250 subscribers that asked me to touch on this my input because y'all wanted to hear it. But he don't own Ciroc, y'all. Um, he asked for equity and they told him, no, nigger, you ain't getting none of this. So he called them racist. He called them racist and tried to sue them for a hundred million or something to that nature. And they said, no, you're not about to do this to me. No, you're not nigger. We own you. So I believe you know, you know that people own these brands are all connected in the industry. They have some type of connection to the industry. Even uh, the TV y'all watch, Samsung, you got somebody that's from Sony or their cousin or somebody. Everybody own something. And a lot of these people, nine times out of ten, are connected. So what I'm trying to say is Puffy pissed some people off that had connections with the people in the industry. And they are all so connected that they didn't allow him to tear them down. So they went into his background and pulled out everything that they already knew that they were protecting him from for so many years. See, when you in the industry, they protect you from these things. 
But once you no longer asset to them and you try to go for your masters or try to sue them in any way, your publishing, whatever it is, this is when people pop up dead. They pop up missing. You see, they come up with rape charges and different things. They did it to Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, all that type of stuff. Now, I'm not going to say um, about Bill Cosby because I don't believe that Bill Cosby done that. I don't care. Out of all the black women that have worked with Bill Cosby, all these Caucasian women have came out and said this. None of them are black, but he dealt with Claire Huxtable. I still call it Claire Hux- Huxtable. <laughs> you know, all these people was backing him up and said, that's not that man character. But I do believe he was trying to buy ABC or NBC or some type of network. You know, not to mention that his son ended up dead in an all white community where there has never been another crime. See, a lot of y'all, they use us against us. So because they know black people are easy to be influenced. And like Charleston White said, black people are some of the fakest hypocritical motherfuckers that's on earth. You know, y'all so easy to, to, to trade on your people, you know, especially if money involved. You know, uh, a, a, a lot of y'all will do whatever. So without doing a history and just seeing people come up and say he did this and there's so many of them. That's how they took down Bill Cosby. But I believe that R. Kelly and P. Diddy, in, 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 D, in my heart, this is my opinion, and I, I'm entitled to it. They did these things. But if you're going to look into P. Diddy, look into Jay-Z, because Beyonce was fifth, 16. Um, he's in his 50s. <laughs> you know, he's way too old to be done, been married or messing with Beyonce. And this is why her father doesn't like him. But there's a lot of people in the industry that's doing this. Also, you guys, I seen something that one of y'all sent in with Nas X um, stating that he's not really gay. He he is pushing this agenda. Just like I found out that Saucy Santana, he give the dick. He don't take it. It's all an agenda to to corrupt y'all minds <laughs> and y'all children. You know, like I said, black people, y'all fall for it all the time. You know, look how quick it was for y'all to go against R. Kelly and all these people. Um, but nobody, I'm not just going to say it's the black people in the industry that they're coming after because they did it to um, Jeffrey, um, uh, Harvey Weinstein, like whoever the, I don't even know their last name, but y'all know what I'm talking about. They did the same thing to these people, but they killed, um, what they had, Jeffrey Allen or something. Um, the island that he had, he tried to say Ellen Ellen was a part of the Pizza Gate, which that's like kidnapping children, you know, the missing kids. They eat them, drink their blood, all that crazy shit. A lot of people think those conspiracies, but there's a lot of truth to that. And y'all need to go do y'all research. I'm telling y'all, these people are wicked, but y'all continue to fund their lifestyle by listening to their music and downloading their music and, um, you know, feeding this poison to y'all kids. I'm not going to say that I was, I'm perfect. I, I used to do the same thing at one point until I be, until I gained all the knowledge that I have today. You know, now I listen to old school. You know, you got my, my, my three-year-old singing Keith Washington, <laughs> you know, uh, Jagged Edge. I listen to music that don't talk about causing destruction in the black community. You know, Meek Mill said they get paid much more to promote violence. Because they are, the record labels are now com, 
um, partner up with the jail system. So if you rap it, he going to go do it. He going to go to jail. So we're going to get paid either way. But Puff Daddy is not the only one in the industry. I just had to let y'all know that and a little bit more. Now, when it comes to um, a lot of y'all say um, when I did the episode family versus friends and different things like that, um, a lot of y'all family is supposed to be everything. Like 50 Cent said, family makes me feel extremely fucking uncomfortable. So um, sometimes family can be your worst enemy. Sometimes family is not what family's supposed to be. So um, y'all can miss me with that bullshit. Now, I do have some great family members that I love, that love me and will support me and will fly from what's bubba fuck for me. But I also have some that I can't stand that that just vindictive, evil, malicious and jealous hearted that I stay away from. I can honestly say that nobody has hurt me more than my own family, my own family. You know, uh, molestation. When I first was molested, it came from a family member. When I first was betrayed, it came from a family member. It didn't come from an outsider. So sometimes just because you share the same blood, that don't make you family. Loyalty make you family. You know, um, a lot of say a lot of people say blood is thicker than water. Yes, it is. But you need water to survive. 70 percent of your body runs off of water. You need that to live, too. So water is just important as your blood that makes sense to y'all <laughs> if that makes sense you know like you need water to live you need blood to live so either way you need both but I will say that just because you share, share the same blood that don't make you family because like I said the first time I ever was betrayed was by a family member first member first time I was ever violated was by a family member so you know, shout out to those who have function families and, 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 and that's family orientated and that's do things with our family. I love that. You know, I always want to build that for myself. You know, um, my kid's dad, Rob, is the one who instilled that in me and said, you know, we got to get the fuck out of here. You know, he used to say that all the time. This is not what family is about. Your family is trying to tear you down. Let's go so I can show you what family is really about. You know, you go to his grandmother's house, you know, on um, Sundays, the whole family uh, over there, they eating. Everybody at grandma's house, they laughing, talking. Family sticking together. Nobody talking about each other. Nobody looking down upon each other. Nobody in competition. I, when I went down south, I saw the real meaning of family. Like, right now to this day, like, his grandmother is the one who showed me how to make bread from scratch and uh, stuffing and collard greens and, like, showed me how to cook things from scratch, you know, and instilled a lot of great things in me. Um, I didn't know what family was about until I met that man. You know, he used to always say, like, damn, your family fucked up, Toya. Your family fucked up. You know, but I was so brainwashed. That's my family. You can't keep me away from my family. My family. My family. That's because my family, to this day, I'm not going to lie. My family will come and travel deep as shit and tear some shit up. But that's not what I'm about. You know, if that's all that you could bring to the table, then I don't want to be bothered with you. I'm sorry. I want love. I want to go out. I want to laugh. I want to talk. But unfortunately, you know, um... You can't do that without one cousin feeling like you taking this cousin, uh, being with this cousin more, this cousin getting mad at you. It'd just be too much. So I just stay, keep my distance. You know, I do talk to a handful of my family members, but most of them, 
aren't loyal. So that's why I feel the way I do about that. You know, um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the episode. But, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, 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 oh, y'all stay tuned for the Roku TV. Um, I came up with it. L&M Entertainment. You guys, I have, I gave them over 110 uh, episodes. They have so much content. So right now we're doing the scheduling and everything, the programming. It takes time. I'm so excited. Um, I know I had a deal. I had a deal with um, a couple of networks, but one network, I, I signed a deal in New York. Um but I kind of backed out that deal because I don't want to be in a spotlight. You know, not all money is good money. So I just decided to say, hey, I could just take my content, Roku TV, McDonald's, little advertisements. They pay you about two, three thousand dollars every time, you know, you let they add play on your on your channel. So I said I could just gross like that. You know, it's comedy. Um, it's entertainment, period. So. Um, you guys stay tuned for that. And the secret that lies behind the truth will be out December, December the 24th at midnight. Y'all ready? December the 24th at midnight. My audio book, The Secret That Lies Behind the Truth will be out. I'm so excited because a lot of you, hundreds of you been saying, put this into audio form. Ain't nobody reading books no more. I absolutely agree with y'all. Y'all could put it in your car. Y'all could put it in your headphones while y'all on a plane, whatever, your ear pods, and y'all could just listen. This book have touched so many people, and I'm so excited because it took me, this book took me seven years to write because um, I had to relive all of that trauma. I actually had to go seek some more counseling after this, but this really helped me to deal with a lot of life issues. I felt like once I got through that book, I can get through anything in life because that was really, really one hell of an experience re reliving those um, things. So, but I, I, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys, a lot of you can relate. Shit. I heard some of y'all stories. Y'all been through worse, you know, just when you thought you've been through some things, you find somebody that been through something even worse. Um, I'm glad that it, it uplift y'all and, my whole purpose of writing that book is to say no matter what you go through, no matter what you've been through in life, you can get through anything. Don't let what you've been through define who you are today. You know, um, I did the gang banging. I did the hustling. I did the fighting. You know, um, I, I've been in a relationship all my life. <laughs> you know, uh, I done. It's nothing I haven't done. You know, um, I've been to jail like. But one thing I can honestly say is that I didn't want to be a product of my environment. So when I had my child, it changed my life because I wanted more for my children. You know, um, unfortunately, I wasn't blessed with a mother or father in my life on a consistent basis. I didn't have mommy to sit down and do homework. I didn't have mommy to help me get dressed. You know, all the things that the average child have I didn't have those things so my life was a little rough you know and um a lot of people don't understand me 
but I understand me and that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, um, I am the way I am because of the pain in, 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 in every great story there has been a tremendous amount of struggle. And I must say that I endured a lot of pain. So this make me very cautious of who I be around, who I deal with, and who be in my vicinity, period. Um, I really, really have issues with trusting people. Um, and normally I'm never wrong about a person. Um, but I'm, I'm thankful that this book changed your life, a lot of y'all lives, and changed my life. It changed my life because telling this story especially about the sexual abuse. It was extremely difficult, you know, replaying that in my head. You know, um, another thing I want to say, too, to my black people out there. Um, do y'all notice that black families, you always got a cousin or uncle or somebody in your family that molests you or some crazy shit and then the family want to keep it a secret you know, when you do speak out, the family don't really want to mess with you like that because they have high hopes for this other family member. Um, I kind of been through that. And I must say that the most traumatic experience that I have endured came from my own family members. It came from my own family members. And, um, you know, but people, God deal with people how he deal with them. And I forgive those people. And that was the biggest thing um, overall was to to forgive those people and not hold on to those events and, and that trauma. It helped me to become better uh, mentally, emotionally. You know, um, I had to forgive. I had to forgive those people. And I, I still help those people after that, you know, because my heart just won't allow me to hate anyone. My heart won't allow me to dislike somebody. I might dislike what you do, but I don't, I can't hate nobody. I can't, I just can't hold on to grudges, you know? Um, so letting go was a big thing for me. That was a huge step because I was holding on to it. But after talking to a close friend of mine, Naeem Kearney, he just, you know, he was like, you got to let that go. You got to let that hurt go. I know what this person did to you, but you can't keep holding that in. You know, you got to let that go for you. It makes you feel better. Basically, like the hell with that person is about you, your peace, your sanity. You know, um, when you hold on to bad things, you, you vibrate at a low level. You know, you stopping your own growth. And that was like, damn, that's powerful. That's that's real, you know, because. Out of all those things, I will hold on to that the most because um, it was painful, you know, but I got through it and I'm thankful and I'm thankful. And I could sit up here today and tell y'all all about it without crying, <laughs> you know, or feeling some type of way like I want to go kick these people ass, you know. So that's the that was the beauty of writing that book, you know, getting all that pain out. But I must say it took me seven years after that book. It only take me about six weeks, six months, five months to write a book. I write books like 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 quick now. Once I got through that, I, like I said, I felt like I could get through anything. No matter what you go through in life, you can get through it. Don't be scared to go talk to somebody. Don't be scared to close yourself in a room and just let it out. Scream if you have to. Let it out. You know, um, don't hold on to it because you're only tearing yourself down. You know, and stress could kill you faster than any drug. You know, the brain controls the body. So if your mind not okay... The rest of your body starts to deteriorate. So, 
you want to do what you got to do for you and starting with forgiveness. If anybody have ever done anything to you and speaking of forgiveness, y'all, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there that, um, don't deserve forgiveness. But like I said, it ain't about them. It's about you. It ain't about them. It's about you. So forgive them no matter what they done to you. No matter what they done to you, forgive them. Forgive them. It feels good. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you know, it feels real good. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I have to say because this is my last time I'm going to miss y'all so much. And I'm not even keeping this up. I'm probably going to keep this up prior to after Christmas and I'm taking it down. Y'all will not hear. I have started deleting episodes, old episodes, because this is going to be a whole new platform. Um... I told y'all that before, but I wound up starting a Patreon account and putting all new content and starting over over there and some old content, but um, because it pays more over there. But yeah, you guys, so since this is my last time, I'm trying to see what else I want to tell y'all. Oh, I do want to say this. Continue to strive for greatness. Don't let nothing stand in your way. I always tell y'all this. I've been telling y'all this. You know, I still remember the days I pray for everything I have now. You know, I was talking to my kids, my oldest two dad, and he said, damn, you know, you always said that you wanted to do these things and now you're doing them. It's just that we're not together, you know, uh, doing it together. But everything that you said that you envisioned that you that you told me that you was going to do, you actually doing it. And he said, I love that for you. You know, um, y'all know uh, him. He came on a few times with his fiance and everything and spoke on a podcast. He always show love and support. Shout out to uh, my kids, dad, both of them. They such great dads. And um, I really appreciate the, the support. Both of them are very supportive. Um, and I'm thankful. But um, what else, y'all? What else? I think that's it, y'all. Is that it? Oh, ladies, 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 <laughs> and gentlemen, I want to say this too, because I don't know if I look at things like this because I have children now and it's, it probably would have been cute if I didn't have children because I have a phenomenal body, body, but I would say this, you know, that I'm tired of going on social media, seeing y'all shaking y'all funky asses, like I hope y'all don't have children. You know, social media have became, um, uh, y'all have became social media sex slaves. Everywhere I stroll, I see a woman shaking her funky ass. Now, I have a beautiful body, all natural, never had no type of injections, nothing. Only thing I ever got done was my teeth because your smile is everything. And I just recently got that done. But I must say this. I have never thought about enhancing my lips, my breasts, my butt, my nothing, because God gave me what he gave me, and I'm blessed. And I really don't see the hype. Do you know when you have a fat booty that that caused extra washing? So when I see a, a, a chick booty bigger than mine, and it's hot, and she's shaking it, I say, I know that shit stank. Because in the summertime, you you know, I already got to lift one. If you got that type of ass, you got to lift a cheek up the white then that means you need to take about two showers a day, you know, um, especially when it's hot. I'm talking about when it's hot. When it's hot out, it's required 
two showers a day. Now, chicks, y'all out there probably coochie stinking, booty stinking, shaking that funky shit on social media for likes. Like, I can never degrade myself like that. I can never do that. I'm sure I will have a whole and I can dance my ass off. But that is for my man in my bedroom. That is my business. It is not for everybody to see what I can do with this beautiful, luxurious body. Why do y'all feel the need to go on social media showing your body? What is the hype? You only attracting men or predators. Men that's, that just want to fuck. <laughs> and predators that's looking for an exclusive chick. What I mean, exclusive one that don't mind meeting people on social media. And that's how y'all end up dead. What is the hype with you shaking your body, shaking your booty and posting in thongs? Like, what is wrong with y'all? You know that you can show all of that with clothes on. Like, I don't know what it is. Like I said, I, I guess because I have a daughter, I have a son. Like, I have daughters, I have sons. So it's like, I can't see myself doing that. I can't see myself doing that knowing that my 17-year-old is on social media and stroll down and see mommy shaking her ass. That got to be the most embarrassing feeling because your friends get to see, that's your mom? Oh, Johnny mom over there doing this. Oh, Nevaeh's mom is up there doing this. Like, no. You will never get that out of me. Like, I can never degrade myself like that. And no real man want they woman being shown on social media. You know, I saw this thing where um, it was a debate. Should your lady post you or not? Or your man should post you? Don't post me. Well, I don't need no validation. Me and you know what it is. You know, and and, and people say, well, that's easy for men to cheat. If he going to cheat. He going to cheat regardless with you on his page or without you on his page. He going to do it regardless. You know, a lot of grimy, no morals having females want you only when you have somebody else. That's when they really come for you. You know, when you ain't got nobody, they don't want you that, like that. But when soon as they see you posting your lady and, and seeing that this woman is, is, is in a good relationship and she happy with this man, that's when the thirst bucket start coming in. So I don't believe in that. Don't post me. Don't post me. Don't show me. You ain't got to post what we doing. Like, who we doing this for? <laughs> Nobody. We know we went out to eat. We ain't got to tell them. You know, I get that picture. You know, it's art. It's, it's memories. But those are memories that stays in my phone. Those not memories for social media. You know, like I said, women don't want your man until they see you posting your man. Especially the ones that don't have morals. That's looking for love in all the wrong places. That's desperate. You know, and... um. I was, oh, I wanted to say this too, right? Uh, I was telling, I was talking to a close friend of mine, right? And, and him and his lady was going through something. And he liked to have prostitutes, right? But I honestly told her this, right? I said, I think not that cheating is good. But at least if you're going to stay with him after he done cheated on you. At least he ain't cheating with somebody that he connected to, that he got emo, that he's emotionally attached to. You know, when you when you tricking with a, a trick, here, get 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 my rocks off. You know, he getting his rocks off, and he paying her. And he never got to see her again. So I told her, like, you know, you staying with him, so clearly you love it. Actually, um, I think that's a good way to cheat. 
you haven't emotionally being emotionally attached to somebody is the worst type of cheating. You know, you talking to this person, y'all going out on dinner dates and that's worse. But a man that's just like, mm, I paid for her services. I don't know her. Never seen. I never. I'm never going to see her again. I think that's fine. That may sound crazy to some people, because I don't condone cheating. But if you're going to stay with a man that cheat on you, and that's the way he cheating, why not? At least you ain't got to worry about no chick knocking on your door. You ain't got to worry about no chick getting pregnant. You ain't got to worry about that crazy stuff. But you do got to worry about HIV. But hopefully he's smart enough to protect himself, because you do have to worry about STDs. But, um, I mean, she was crying about her man seeing prostitutes when you got women crying because they, man, the husbands that had a baby on them and been cheating on them with the same woman for five, six years. So, you know, like I said, I don't condone cheating, but I think if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. I mean, and, and again, ladies, if you want to stay around, don't, don't tell nobody. You know, a lot of y'all get cheated on and y'all still stay. But y'all argue about the same shit over and over and over. Why stay if you're going to keep bringing it up? Once you accepted him back in your life after that, then you forgave that man. So stop bringing that situation up. It's over. It's done. He did it. Forgive him. You done fucked on him, sucked on him, loved on him after that. So that means that you forgave him. So stop bringing up that old baggage because it's only going to keep y'all at a standstill. Okay? And don't even torture your life like that. Don't even torture yourself like that. You know, if you got if that still bother you, then it ain't gonna work out for you with you and that man. And fellas too, you know, a lot of y'all guys be letting these chicks dog y'all out because she your baby mama and you want your kids to grow up with the father. The hell with that. You know, you got to love you. But if you're gonna stay in that situation, stop talking about that woman to people. Stop telling people your business. Stop trying to make everybody hate that woman knowing that you're gonna go back to her. Stop causing your, your mama and your family not to like this woman if you're going to bounce back every time, every chance you get because you really love that woman. See, what a lot of people don't understand is that every successful relationship has been through its trials and tribulations, whether it's at, at the beginning or the middle. But you're going to go through some shit. And any relationship that haven't been through nothing can't stand on nothing. The more you go through, the stronger the relationship. But it's all about the communication and how you get through those tri- those trials and tribulations. You know, uh, a lot of people just not strong enough for relationships. Some soon as something happens you don't like, you want to call your sister, you want to call your mama, you want to call everybody and tell them what's going on in your relationship. When you should keep that shit to yourself, especially when you know that you're not done. If you're not done, keep your business to yourself. You know, because you're going to have people looking at that person crazy and not just that person. You're going to have people looking at you crazy. So keep your business to yourself, especially if you're going to stay in that situation. Don't tell nobody nothing. Play stupid by yourself. (laughs) You know, and um, oh, one more thing I want to touch on, touch on. Right. Um, My my sister, Natasha, we passed that friendship shit. Um, (laughs) Chachi. My little, my little, my little Spanish dip. Um, a lot of people want to know like, oh, she a side chick. You said you don't like side chicks. Let me tell you something. That's been my friend for over 25 years. I don't condone what she does. And that is not my coochie. I am nobody's side chick. And I ain't never been nobody's side chick. Can't that nigga tell you that they had me as a side chick. A side chick to me is someone that's not dealing with nobody else, but know that you got somebody, but they're solely dependent on your dick, your time, and only you. Now, I have fucked around with people who 
who I've been dealing with before they got a girlfriend and just didn't stop dealing with them. But I always probably had somebody else too. I ain't never been just sitting around. Oh, he got a girlfriend. Oh, he at home. He can't call me today. I ain't never been stupid, <laughs> you know, but to each his own. Who am I to judge her? She been through the heartbreak. She been through the trials and tribulations with men. She been that faithful, submissive woman that that's going to ride or die for you and still get hurt. So either way, she look at it like you're going to get hurt either way. Whether if you decide chick or the main chick, you still going to get your heart broke because th- that's her experience. She only speaking from her experience. You know, she feel like I done been hurt both ways. So why not be detached from this person, you know, and mess with him? Because she got to deal with that pain. A lot of women think like that. Like, I don't want to feel that pain. Let her deal with it, which is selfish and fucked up. But like I said, that's the way she lived her life because of whatever she been through with men in her life. I'm sure she will change that mindset one day when that right person come along. Hopefully, I'm praying she does. But I don't condone that. No, I do not. But I have had a few friends that I love and, and care about that have played side chicks. And uh, it ain't my business. I'm going to give them the real deal. Look, hey, don't give him too much. Don't be telling him your business. Don't bring up his wife. Don't be asking him questions that don't concern you. St- know your lane. Once you start getting your feelings and emotions involved in a married man uh, uh, life, or uh, uh, somebody that got a girlfriend, then you overstepping your boundaries. This is not for you. You're not built for the side chick position. Because side chicks play a role. They don't ask you about what's going on at home. That's none of their business. They play their role. And to them, your main chick don't even exist. So if you're not strong enough to deal with that position, and every time you get mad, you throw up his woman in his face or... You know, you ain't you ain't built for that position. If you crying over your side, nigga, you ain't built for that position. Cause he yo you the side piece. You have you have no leverage. <laughs> you know, you knew what you signed up for. I give them the real deal. You know, and, and if they get heartbroken and they do the opposite, I'm still gonna be there for them. Oh, I'm sorry this happened to you, but I told you. But I love you. Hopefully you do something different. You know, hopefully you go get your own man now. I'd rather be hurt by my own than somebody else's. Hell no. A lot of these chicks love playing side chick. Um, I ain't even going to lie, especially in the area that I, that, I, that I live in now. A lot of these chicks don't have morals, respect. They fucking everything moving. My son just told me. He said, my, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend mother trying to sleep with me. I said, oh, no. You tell her to come see me. What your old ass want with my son? I mean, she older than me. But I'm like, your ex-girlfriend mother, and you've been with this girl for two and a half years, and now her mother trying to come for you. So this is what I mean by that. And I'm from North. I'm sorry. I ain't never seen nothing. I ain't never even heard nothing like it. But every it's so small that everybody sleep with everybody. It's, it's, it's no new dick out here. So all the women hopping on the ones that they grew up with or used to, and a lot of these chicks will play side chick. They don't have no morals. They don't have no respect for themselves. And nine times out of ten, they daughters doing the same shit now. They following the suit. So be careful what you do, too, if you have daughters. Because if your daughter see mommy with playing side chick, they're going to go play side chick. So you instilling the wrong things into your children. But um, it's a lot of that going on. I don't know. Like I said, I have dealt with people. I ain't going to lie. It was just one guy I was dealing with for years. I don't care who I had or who he had. That wasn't my business because I was dealing with him first. <laughs> you know, that was my mindset. That was my mindset. Like, he keep running back to me. So, you know, I didn't care. You know, uh, uh, I I can't say that I've been a side chick, though. 
I can't say that because I never waited around for nobody else's man. I didn't give a fuck. There's no feelings involved. You know what I mean? Because you're not mine. A lot of people, a lot of women don't know how to control their emotions. When you're in a situation like that, you have no choice but to to um, um, control your emotions because he's not yours for you to be emotional over. <laughs> you know, I had to ask my friend one day, like, how you arguing with somebody else's man? How you mad that this man is going out with his lady when you knew he had a lady? But I've been dealing with him for five years. So you still knew that that lady been around. How you mad at this man about his lady? <laughs> like, it, it ain't built for some people just ain't built for it. But some people love to deal with the pain and the heartache and the aggravation. I don't want that. Like, I don't want it. It's a headache. I don't want it. <laughs> you know, but that's all I got to say. Y'all enjoy. Sorry that I will not be answering no questions because this is my last time coming on. Y'all stay tuned uh, for my new host for the Roku channel, LNM Entertainment. You guys, my, my host will be announcing that um, when it's up running and y'all can go on and go on Roku and just go to it and it'll be live for y'all to watch. My host will let y'all know. But in the meantime, in between time, The Secret That Lies Behind the Truth audio form. And I also added more chapters to it. I added more chapters to it. No, the book is not on Amazon anymore, you guys, because Amazon won 30%. So I am working on Latoya's publication um, I'm also in the process of moving um, into a bigger home that way I can have my printing machine in the basement so I can distribute the books myself. Um, so, you guys, Latoya's publication, when that's up and running again, I'm getting everything situated as we speak. Um, redoing the website and everything. And... I'll be able to distribute those books. But but for now, I took that book down. But the audio book will be on Amazon. Um, they they deal with audio books is different than paperbacks. But once I get my website up and running, everything will be sold directly from my website and not Amazon and no other place. Because why let them benefit when I can just get all my, my earnings, you know, but you got to do what you got to do. So I took that the paperback book down off of the platforms and I will place it back up mid-January when the website is ready. But it, like y'all yeah, can go on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, um, anywhere they sell audio books to look for the secret that lies behind the truth, December the 24th. Okay. And you know what, you guys, I'm going to go live. I'm going to go live. I'm about to lie to y'all. Um, I'm about to say I'm about to go live on my Facebook <laughs> I've never been live on my personal Facebook account, but um, I'm going to post on my Facebook account. And after that, I am deleting social media because, like I said, all I see is ass shaking and a bunch of lies. Everybody living, everybody rich, famous. So I'm I'm deleting social media after I post um, the link to the audio book so you guys can go get it directly. OK, and yeah, I follow the Talk to Freddie O Facebook page as well for more updates talk to y'all later y'all have a wonderful and merry christmas wonderful new years make sure that if you set new year's revolutions for yourself stand on it stand on it everybody tell my new year new me do this and do the same shit make sure that you set goals that you're gonna actually live by and stand on okay don't make don't make resolutions that that you're gonna be uh breaking the next day 
You know, really stand on it. It's time for a change. It's time for growth. It's time for you to own some shit. It's time for you to do what you got to do. Okay? Y'all take care. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body And Instagram want me to kill some neo-Nazis Dealing in these streets, getting beasts, don't get a bit of sleep. The bit of me is living behind these bonds, cause we created these monsters, fighting against our conscience. Yet we don't see we the problem, depending upon a system that doesn't see us as options. As they continue divide and conquer, strip us of fathers. To be honest, they got knowledge of the powers we possess. Nonetheless, that's why they fear to see the day that we progress. They tear us down, still our truth embarrass us when we object. So when we try to tell us truth about ourselves, we contest. It's the neglect that we've been facing, got us living in fear. It'll take love to make the hate disappear Let's be clear, I'm aware that outcome in which I'm seeking is rare But we need love to make the hate disappear And I wanna try I wanna try Living together I know we can do better So I wanna try love Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body And Instagram want me to kill some neo-Nazis I know we can do better so I wanna try Ask Lil' Billy about his history, he talking about caves Ask Lil' Jamal and he talking about slaves What did that say? The opposition knew our greats from way back in the day They found our truth and then they stripped it away To be moved to awake You gotta understand this fight against hatred We need to kill off all separation For us to go against ourselves Been the plan since we were still on them plantations Started with lies in our education They ordered prison for our sons More lies to our daughters Putting poison in our food Fluoride in our water Ain't nobody love us since we was brought up That's what they taught us They backed us into a corner It's time to restore order And it start us to restore our aura Rebuild our energy Deflect the fear that was spewed on us by our enemies Energies that's inherited through love and fear And we need love to make the hate disappear And I wanna try I wanna try Living together I know we can do better So I wanna try Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body And Instagram want me to kill some neo-Nazis But I'm taking my stand, it ain't a part of my plan I'm saying, Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body And Instagram want me to kill some neo-Nazis Tell them good luck, cause I'd rather try love I wanna try